How are we, everyone? How are we? Our topic for today is um, the moon, the moon and our menstrual cycle. Um, this is going to be an open discussion. So um, let's just work together and we can bring up each point of different things, share experiences. This session today is more of a, a connected session where we're connecting to each other because um, bleeding with the moon, there was a time many, many moons ago, there was a time and it's known as like red tent where when women used to bleed, they all used to gather together and they'd sort of be left to move through their cycle and they wouldn't do anything else and women would take care of each other. And as we have sort of come through these times, our periods have sort of not synced with nature anymore and we're, our cycles are a little bit all over the show. Um, mainly because we don't live in alignment with our cycle and we sort of go against our body, what our body needs and what it wants. So during the time we bleed is a period of us letting go. So if you ever notice the week before your bleed, what we call is amber, and there's other modules inside your collective, um, all about your cycle and the, what the different um, ones are called. But the week before your bleed is normally when everything comes up that you've suppressed for the month. So it's not normally like, you know, when you go, I must be due on. <laughs> it's it's that so that is not normal that just means that we suppress things throughout that month because when we bleed that's when we let go so that is an actual ceremony of us letting go and shedding shedding the entire month so naturally just before our bleed <clears throat> things come up for us we can be a lot more reactive um we can feel a lot more during our bleeds is when we are most connected to source. So we're more connected to our intuition, the collective, what's going on. So it's a great time to write and journal and really be with ourselves. After our bleeds, we come into like what we call green. And then after that, we come into ovulation, which we call super green. And this is where our energy moves up and we get more energy. So if we look at like the week before the bleed and the bleed as um, like an autumn and winter, it's like an inward season, inward season. And then if we look at like after the bleed for those few weeks, it's sort of like spring, summer. So we're more outwards. So if we were to get our actual diaries and put in our diary of this is when I bleed and this is when, when I ovulate. And if any of you don't track that, there's a great app called Flow. I know I know some of you do use it anyway, because we, we spoke about this so much. Um, but for anybody who hasn't, try out that app. And that's where you can you can see where your bleed is and where your ovulation is. And then just keep in mind, the week before you bleed and your bleed is like winter, you'll want to wear baggier clothes. clothes. You'll want different food. Um, you won't want to go and socialize as much. You'll probably be nesting a little bit. You'll want to pull the drawers out. Um, and it's a great time for us really to connect with our emotions when we move into our bleed. Whereas after... Um, we sort of come out of our shell like spring and uh, we feel like we want to be around people more. And during our ovulation is actually the time when we are most attractive as women. So if you're ever going on a date or you're ever planning anything, just book it in in your um, 
ovulation time. This is us working with our natural cycle as a woman. Men's hormones reset every 24 hours. A woman's reset every cycle, so every month. So we actually have four different personalities throughout the month and we're not the same all the time and that's okay. We tend to think that we have this like move on one of our, you know, pinnacles of our cycle and there's something wrong. Nothing's wrong. That's just how we flow as women. That's just how we flow and it's, it's normalizing that. So when we move into the spring, summer, we come become more like um out there we we we've got more energy it's our hormones we've got more energy and we want to do more so it's really important that when we look at our life we pay attention to these times of our cycle because if we push in one of them or you know make ourselves feel guilty or think that we should be like this at another time then we're only harming ourselves now everything in society has all been put out to actually make us forget this natural cycle because it's actually our power and you know there's adverts with women doing like sprints to advertise tampax like that is not what we're supposed to be doing when we're bleeding we've been taught that we were just meant to carry on with life and we've really got to take it easy we're actually bleeding that's what's happening when you actually say it like that we're bleeding and we're just walking around you know going to the gym and thinking we can just continue with life as if we were in another part of our cycle so this is huge for our feminine energy actually paying attention to our cycle and having an understanding that we are nature and our cycle is actually in alignment with nature. A lot of things can throw our cycle off, the like of electrics and things like that. So switching the Wi-Fi off of a night is, is really good because there's um so many like EMF rays that come from the Wi-Fi that affect our energy and our vibration. Um, all of our, our electrics and things like that, you know, can can affect our cycle. There's so much that can actually affect our cycle. But what happens um, with our emotions is our vocal cords and our vulva pelvis here, they're actually connected. Both of them are connected. So if we're not using our voice and speaking our truth, we're naturally going to be closed here. Um, we can have trouble with... Um, expressing ourselves um we can have um difficulty during like intercourse and uh pain during our cycle we can have actual pain in our womb through not speaking our truth literally it's like because they, they are both connected and when we push our emotions down that's where they go so think of our like womb space and for anyone who doesn't have a womb or doesn't bleed um this is still energetically a space that we all have within us um so we push all our emotions down push 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 when they don't come out and we don't speak our truth or we don't express ourselves you know if you want to scream scream if you need to feel like you need to release anger go and get a pillow and punch it like this is healthy this is all sacred sacred rage we all have a full spectrum of emotions as a feminine we are highly intuitive we are connected so it's natural that we have all these emotions and it's when we judge ourselves and tell ourselves that we, we shouldn't feel that or it can't feel that or like it's natural it's about us being in our full expression of so expressing our emotions um 
throughout is is healthy it's healthy for us all and if we don't do that we push them down and push them down and push them down and push them down they actually go in our womb space and that's where we can begin to have real problems um and it's also why we have painful you know bleeds as well um as well as being actually closed where um we can struggle you know with sex physical intimacy because we don't feel safe so our voice using our voice is what makes us feel safe it make it actually calms our nervous system being afraid to speak our truth we're just burying it down and down and down and down and down and down so um when we bleed when we bleed on the full moon we are more in like the cycles of actually i've got something here um Yeah, so we're dancing to the beat of our own drum, but it's more like we're more about like the collective and feminine and empowerment when we're bleeding with the new moon. It's more um like inner uh, at home femininity, fertility. So obviously our our um our bleed can change. We we actually sync, don't we, with the women around us as well. Um so yeah, that's a little bit about us bleeding and there's been a lot of shame around that you know how many people came through on the you know, the school skirt how many people actually had an initiation into bleeding how many people were actually sat down and told fully what a period was uh we we, we were very uneducated on this and and it really is our power there is a portal in between our legs and it's the connection to source it's the connection to source so we think of it as like when you have a baby we the baby comes from somewhere doesn't it obviously it's made by mum and dad but the soul the soul comes from somewhere so the soul comes from another realm which means that a woman is obviously connected to these other realms to be able to bring the soul through so as a woman with having these uh, this connection, she doesn't just bring souls through. She actually brings light. She actually brings information. A woman really is an empty mirror. And she can see, she feels, and she knows all. And it's when we learn to tap into that true power of our womb and our intuition that we actually start to be like, oh, wow, I was right then. You know, how many times have we thought, thought something and been like, oh, no and then found out that we were right and we're like why didn't I just listen to myself why didn't I just listen to myself so it's it's us listening to ourselves listening to ourselves listening to ourselves listening to ourselves to build up that connection back because we haven't got five senses we've got six as women we are so powerful we are literally like a reflective mirror that can send anything back to somebody else that they haven't seen within themselves and they'll take it out on you. But when you know that you are a mirror, you're able to have the understanding that what anybody else says is just a reflection of them. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about reflections because a lot of people have uh, have messaged me about this. So anything that I see in you is within me. And someone said, no, there's just no way. I know for a fact that what I am seeing in this other person is not in me. So explain that. (laughs) So if we look at it that way, 
it's not always the thing that's in another person that's within us. It can be the opposite of. So say, for instance, we see a woman and she's confident and we think, oh, God, look at her. Oh, my God. Like, and we judge her. That is uh, basically a suppression. That's, that's us seeing our suppression. Our suppression is coming up for us in her expression. So it's not always the thing. I'm not like that. But yet, what's the opposite of what she is? Say a woman's loud. My God, she's so loud. Are you really quiet? Like, yeah, she might be loud, but she's showing you what you are. And then we come to center. And this happens every single day of our lives. And every time somebody says something to us, and every time we say something to somebody else. So what this is called is decoding spirit. So every single day we get messages sent to us, um, whether it be, you know, through a person, on the TV, whatever it is. And our job is to decode these messages. So spirit is speaking to us all the time and it's really rude not to pay attention. So for us, at the end of every day, we come back in and we go, okay, what happened today? That pissed me off. That done me head in. Okay, let me find out what that was about. And then we we find out the learnings because each piece is a piece of gold. And until we learn what that is and we come and get the gold, what happens is we just get sent it again. We just get sent it again and again and again in another person, another situation, whatever, whatever it is, we just keep getting it. So our job is to like get the lesson. And anything is a lesson that ruffles us. So you might hear a lot of um, people, even teachers, say, take what resonates and leave the rest. It's a very popular saying in like new age spirituality, um, which is actually very uh, toxic in my opinion. And it's really difficult to be able to integrate your shadow from a, a comment like that because how we actually grow is to pay attention to our activations and our triggers to pay attention when someone actually ruffles us because really no one makes us feel anything we whatever comes up for us comes up for us so you and I could be in a situation and you could be total chill with something that's happening and I could be erratic so therefore that is about me whatever's happened in that situation has came up for me so it's about me finding out, oh, why is that bother, bother me and bother her? So am I being triggered? Because there's an activation and normally this emotion will come up, which is actually the root of a time before. So um, let me think now. Here's a piece of wood. I go outside and there's a guy chopping wood. He's chopping the wood. And all of a sudden I think, the noise of him, what's he, what, what, what's he doing now? So say I feel that that could be a response, um, a, a trigger, a reaction of a time when I might have been, I don't know, on the in the forest with my mum and dad and there was a guy chopping a wood, chopping a piece of wood and my mum and dad were arguing at that time and that might have made me not feel safe. So then the poor guy outside now who's chopping here 30 years later, he gets it. He gets it. <laughs> And he hasn't done anything wrong, but it's because in this moment, I'm feeling the exact emotion. 
as I was 20, 30 years ago. And this happens to us every day through, uh, we can be, we can be activated through a smell, a sound, um, something someone says, a tone, a t- even a taste, even a taste. Um, there's so many, there's so many things with um, different things with taste, something that you used to eat when you were little or some environment that you've been in. So any of these things can trigger us. So when we feel this activation, it's our job to then go, okay, I can feel this activation. What is going on right now? Like what is real? What is happening right now? Smell, no. Taste, no. Touch, no. Hear, no. See, and then it's looking at what you've just seen and how can that go back to another time? So that for me then was the wood. Um, I've got a personal one that I'd like to share. Before we move on, I'll I'll um I'll share that. But I just wanted to ask if anybody has any questions because we've been on for almost half an hour. We've been gabbing the leg off you all. Does anybody have any questions? Would anybody like to share an activation? Something that annoys them? Or someone? Someone that annoys them? And we can wait together and record it. Hi, Liz. Hey. Hi, you're all right. Good, Um, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. I love listening to this because I could sit there listen to all this for hours because I probably find it interesting. But I think I get active, like I get activated at stuff. And when you've just said there, about the noise like the wood chopper and then it could have been a time where your mum and dad were arguing in the woods I think I've got loads of activations like that but I just can't pinpoint what they are like today for example I was driving in the car and I was driving on the motorway and um, my daughter was like talking to me but I was trying to concentrate driving and I was getting all anxious because I was like trying to concentrate and I got triggered and I was thinking, why have I just, like, why have I got so anxious and got triggered over that? And I was like, like, I snapped at it. And I was like, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. But, like, that, like, something like that for me is, like, I'm, it must have been a scenario, like, from when I was younger. And I, but I can't remember what it is. But, like, because I was thinking, why have I been triggered? Like, what, what is it? Like, why does it feel anxious? It didn't feel safe, basically. Mm-hmm. But and when you... time, we yeah. don't feel safe, isn't it? Yeah, and I think that's what it is, but it's just trying to figure out why I didn't feel safe, if that makes sense. Yeah, and, like, don't worry if you can't find it, because yeah. all that matters is, really, is that you don't feel safe and you're going to make yourself feel safe. Yeah. So, okay. for instance, the I it was the words guy, and I'd normally yeah. respond in a certain way. We heal by changing our response. So then yeah. what I did is I was going to open the door and ask him what the fuck he was doing, making all the noise. But yeah. instead, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna look at him with compassion and think he's just here chopping the woods. Ask him, does he want to drink of water? You know, like he's not actually yeah. doing anything to you. So once then you've because what we do is we blame, and that's that stops us from growing. So yeah. if I'm blaming to chopping the woods, I'm not gonna grow. 
because he's not doing anything chopping the wood. It's what's irritating me about chopping the wood. Now, yeah. if I were to just pay attention to what I feel in my body and change my reaction, I don't necessarily have to go and find out what that was. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it's just all changing your response, basically. Yeah. yeah, it's just about changing your response and acknowledging that if anyone pisses you off, it's about you. Yeah. You know? Like, once once we do that, once we face that, that's when we start growing. When we yeah. when we when we have blame outside, we can't grow really, and we can't um we can't move forward, can we? If we don't take accountability, yeah. we can get activated yeah. a lot as well when we don't have any space, like mental space. Like, have you ever come in like in the house and you've had one of those days and you feel up here you just feel full yeah someone's chatting at you and you're just like (gasps) yeah like this is what we need to learn to start asking for space when we need it so like um even with kids even with kids that when you do that you model to them that it's safe for them to ask for space when they need it so it could be like I, I I'm really um I'm really excited to see you. I can't I can't wait to hear about what you're speaking about. It sounds so interesting. But right now, like I need to just go and chill from the day and just just regroup and gather myself. Is it okay if um if we talk about this in about an hour? Yeah. We 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 wasn't taught that. We wasn't taught that we were allowed to ask for space. Yeah. And that supports us because if I'd have like allowed them people to continue talking at me, I'd have snapped a thousand percent because I already didn't have any space. Yeah, I do that quite often with, with like I find that with the kids, like when I'm up to here and it's just like, mama, mama, mama. And it's like, can I just, just get, please just give me five minutes, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. And, and thank you so much for sharing. But these are brilliant tools to use to model to the children as well. Because when they see you doing it, they know what do. They went, yeah. Mom, I need space. I'll come and speak to you in half an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. Um. So, my personal experience when this all started for me. Um. So I started learning about the power of my subconscious mind when I was age 12 and I got took to art therapy as a child. Um, and it's funny enough, the place was called Shadow. And um, that's obviously what we're doing. We're bringing all our shadows to light. We're making our subconscious conscious. It's so funny that that's where it began, like a full circle. Um, and I started learning about the power of my subconscious mind. And I got took there when I um, survived childhood suicide. And that's when I started learning about how things were programmed and how I was repeating cycles and things like that from, from when I was younger. And then um, I sort of was in and out of that, you know, through my teens, but we lose our way, don't we? And then when I was 20, I um, might have been 19, actually. Uh, I started feeling triggered when I was in the kitchen. And uh, it was weird because it was every single morning. And I'm like, I was fine when I was in there. And that's great because we've got that awareness to know how, how our emotions are between between a room. Like, that's what we need. And um, I seen this green daisy in the kitchen. At the time, I didn't 
see the green daisy. I just felt like I was being triggered and I didn't know why. And I didn't know about all this that we've just spoke about now. I didn't know about that, any of that. And um, that's why I'm so passionate about speaking about it because it's uh, it's so eye-opening when we can actually find what's going on with us. So I ended up going to someone and getting an um, EFT, like tapping, where I was going back into my subconscious. I think it was about 19 at the time. Yeah, I was about 19. And I was like, I don't know what's going on with me, but something's going on with me. So let's just go and see what's in my subconscious. And my subconscious was always the direction I'd go in because I knew that that's where everything was created from. Many of us don't know that that's the direction. We don't know what to do. Um, So I sat down in the chair and I sort of like went back into like, a, it was like sort of like a hypnosis, like a meditation. But for some reason, I started getting flashing images. And he said, you probably won't see anything until like three sessions. But for some reason, I just started seeing my feet, my feet with like, you know, like the Havana, like Haviana, however you pronounce it, flip-flops, like a pair of them on with a green daisy by the toe. And I'm spinning, like I'm running in the mud and I've just been locked in a car. So every morning when I was getting up, going to the kitchen, make a cup of tea. I was, I had these, I don't know if anyone's ever seen them. Has anyone ever seen them? Them, them, um, them green daisies out of Ikea. They're like, they've got loads of colours, but I just got green. They're like a thin strip and then they've got a daisy on the top. They're like about 50p or something. Oh, well, I loved them and I had loads of them in a big vase. Um, so that was triggering me. Just that green daisy. So when I went back into my subconscious, I then realised that that was what was triggering me. So we don't actually have to know what it is that's triggering us, but it's important to know when something's activating us because we shouldn't be constantly activated. If we're constantly activated, there's something there for us. Everything's a, you know, a, a message. Everything's there for us to, to uncover. Um. So yeah, that's a little bit of a, when was that? Like six, 15, 16 years ago. That's a little bit of like how I first first started to know that things were um activating me, and the the key is to remember where where how you feel in your body. If you can't remember when it's from, that's fine. But how you feel in your body is probably how your inner child still feels now. So it's always about bringing safety to our own body, always. So we wouldn't be activated if we, you know, if, if we felt safe. And not feeling safe is actually a masculine wound. And um, this actually can impact all of our relationships as well. So for me, I have got like a massive deep respect for the masculine through healing my own masculine wounds. I look at them very different now as to how I used to. Um, but I've also got like a, a zero bullshit like type of approach as well and this is about us being in this um balance so you're gonna hear me speak a lot more about embodiment and for any of you that's already done rebirth you'll already know um rebirth is actually masculine and feminine energy no one just no one knew that rebirth is actually like mother and father wounds it's it's actually masculine and feminine energy so this new thing that we're going to be doing is uh lover warrior and sovereign and it's about embodying all of these three energies so it's about 
we sort of pendulum swing sometimes. Like if we've been a people pleaser for years, we'll probably like swing to like boundaries and just stay there for ages where no one can get anywhere near us. And it's all about us coming back to centre, continuing coming back to centre. Okay, I think she's that, so what am I? Back to centre. She just pissed me off. Okay, what did I say? Okay, back to centre. There's anything that activates us is, is a message and it's feeling... It, it, it not feeling safe is a masculine wound but we actually need our feminine to make us feel safe as well so the feminine is our lover just think of it like a mum a dad and a child so the dad is sort of like got discipline so with you disciplining yourself no you're not eating that you've just ate that or no you're not going there you need to do that first or stop procrastinating and get yourself moving and then the thought of the lover is more like, um, come on, slow down, take a breath, what you need to eat, let me nourish you, take a bath, let's breathe, let's write down how we feel. It's And the sovereign is more like um, the actual shadows of the sovereign is that we 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 don't know how to handle our emotions and we can sort of um, have outbursts or shut down emotionally. So it's all about that like freedom of our expression and liberation. It's about imagination and play and fun and creativity. And the sovereign is actually the child that's born from the lover and the warrior. So mother, father, child. And it actually takes all three of them to create higher level consciousness. So that is that is what we're doing. We're actually creating higher level consciousness. But we need all three in this triangle. It, we, co- we, we cover each corner and it hits in the middle. We can't do that with one or the other. This is why most of these polarity teachings are not good because they're brilliant for teaching feminine flow, but they're not actually teaching women how to stand up in their voice and you know have an opinion and to speak truth um and there's actually a lot of judgment around um women who actually you know want to pave their own way it doesn't mean that you're not feminine it means that you if you've got an open heart and obviously um you're embodying the lover energy then you're just embodied you know embodiment is not just one energy it's not just one energy if a woman was to completely embody a warrior and she's got no lover she's disembodied if she's going to embody a lover and she's got no warrior sovereign she's disembodied there's different parts of us that we bring in to integrate, to bring ourselves to wholeness. To wholeness, there's three energies that we all have inside us. And each three of them stem from our mother wounds, father wounds, inner child wounds. And that is how we reach higher level consciousness, which is where we get more awareness and where we can begin to see more. And obviously we move out of this vibration of fear then and we move up the vibrational scale and we start to actually feel because many of us say we want to feel joy and ecstasy, but until we ignite our actual sovereign, we can't feel anything because we're just numb. But we've pushed everything down. We've got so much pain that we we sort of run away from it. And with feeling, you don't really get to choose whether you feel joy or pain. You either feel or you don't. Like, if we want to really feel this ecstatic bliss that's available to us every day, then we have to move into feeling our pain as well. So, um, yeah, but we can do it in uh, in a way where when we've got our lover, it's gentle, you know, not just our, our warrior. So, yeah. Anyone got any questions? Anybody?
I'm just chilling here until someone asks something. <laughs> okay no one's asking so what we're gonna do is um you know do a i just need to know you can hear me you can take all the time me. that you want to come and hear the music let me know if you can hear me and the music. Can you hear me Just and the music? Yes. Thank you so much. Close our eyes and sink into our body. Pay attention to your breath. From shallow breath, shallow life, deep breath, deep life. Exhale, ah. Two, three, four, exhale, audible. Ah. A few more times. Audible exhales. Let's really let it go. Inhale. One, one, two, three, four, exhale. Ah. Let's have a little shake. Let's shake this energy off. Energy in motion. This is all stuck inside our body. Anywhere in the world, we lose it. 
picture, but I'm gonna stay in this After a few more old black styles. Now, hold one, two, three, four, four. Exhale, let it go. Oh. Just dropping Just hold both your arms out either side and bring your neck all the way around and back. <sighs> now we're back in our body. Remember meditation is just to Not, 
I say welcome to the queendom. It's a holy sanctuary. Make a blessing on my body because I find it necessary. I free my femininity. I'll let my body move while I got Shakti reigning over me. The Gave birth to all this energy And in between my thighs I have the universe inside of me A queendom I say welcome to the queendom Energy clearing is something that we In my queendom All my walls are made the mirror So if you can't see yourself Let your reflection make it clearer in the I love this song So energy clearing is something that we We should be doing every day we have our sage and our kapals and polo santo. This actually moving the energy through our own body, really having that intention with ourselves. And also um, the movement is something that we need to do every day. You can literally just go to the shops and you can, um, you know, take on the energy of someone else, especially for anybody that he, that is here, that is an empath. Um you, you're particularly a magnet so it's really important that you clear your own energy and, and protect your own energy as well this is where our boundaries come in which are, are so important as a woman you're a natural healer you are a teacher you are naturally you naturally have them abilities as a woman you're a, you're a nurturer that's who you are that's who you are and you will attract people who who need that from you and it's important to discern friends and um partners potential partners and also someone that just needs your support and we can give freely with an open heart of course we can but we don't sacrifice ourselves in the process so we all we, we draw our lines and um this energy can be you know just going to the shops literally it can be something you know from a trigger that we've just had so that all that emotions come back up emotion energy emotion that we can transmute so this is part of somatics so here we do psychology spirituality and somatics we do mind body and we do spirit the triangle again which is we need all three to move through so i hope that you enjoyed that practice and don't forget that this is recorded so you can literally just go on your phone and put this on at any time 
whenever you feel like you're grabbing an hour and you wanted to do a little self-practice, just come back. You've got all of these modules inside your collective and um, yeah, you can just press play anytime. It's always here for you. And there is um, so many more tools there too. So whenever you're doing your self-work and you give yourself time, go and have a look around at all the magic that's there for you. There's so much there. Um, does anybody have any questions? I didn't have any questions, but I just wanted to say I really enjoyed that session. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad that you enjoyed it. So glad that you enjoyed it. We need that time, don't we? We need that time. We need it. We need it. We need it. We need it to connect back to ourselves, our lives. Our lives are just like in our head, aren't we? 24-7. <laughs> enjoyed it too. Thank you. I feel lighter. Yay! Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so happy that you're feeling lighter. Um. And yeah, just this, this, you can do this in the shower for one minute while you're getting ready. Just um, start to bring it into your day-to-day, day-to-day life. Um, I'm really excited to see you all next week and I'm sending you so much love. And next month we've got something super exciting coming, which is a quiz that goes deep into our psyche and tells us what all our shadows are. So we can work on them and it tells us what to do. So I'm really excited to get to that as well. We've got such um, an exciting year ahead but a whole new three-week program coming in October. So I'm so excited to be um, starting that with you as well in a, in a few months. Um, if you want a place on that, just let me know because it, it will be limited. Um, it's a group program. So it's all about this uh, whole of the lover, warrior, sovereign and the embodiment, masculine, feminine, mother, father, all of the stuff um, and really getting to know what these archetypes are that are inside us. So that is what we've got coming Um, sending you so much love and yeah, let me know if you want to place on the programme and I will see you soon. Have a gorgeous night, everyone. Have a gorgeous night. See you soon. Bye.